Welcome to the Ministry Marks Podcast. My name is Thomas Majors, and I'm joined by David Haynes. And today, our topic is developing friendships in ministry. Man, that is a fantastic topic, Thomas. Boy, I'm so glad to be here with you today. Now, you and I see each other a lot, but dude, it's been it's been like a year since we've gathered around the sacred desk in my office and <laughs> have recorded a podcast. So what's going on in your life, man? All right. So it has been at least a year. I think it was June of 2021, yeah. maybe the beginning of July of 2021 when we recorded last. Yeah. So now it is currently July of 2022. Yeah. And not much has changed in my life per se. I'm still teaching at Blue Mountain College. I've completed my second academic year and I'm going into my third academic year in just, just a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, I finished up an interim at Gaston Baptist Church in Boonville and my family all joined there. So now we're church members. Yeah. I moved my church membership from where I was pastoring at before to Gaston Baptist Church in Boonville, and we're serving there. Yeah. Uh, Tom Tom, Tom Tom graduated from high school yeah. in May of 2022, and he's about to move out and, and go to wow. Blue Mountain College to study music. Uh, so that's just a little bit about me. What about you? Any oh, yeah. updates? So, hey, our lives are going good. Right now, I am about to complete my seventh year of ministry at Trinity Baptist Church. You know that old saying, if you can stay at a church five years and you can stay there 20 years, dude, what I'm seeing is that is absolutely true. We we It was a really good mesh between my family and the church family of Trinity back in September of 2015 when we came here. And so we are completing our seventh year. Things are going good. My, my wife's doing well. Our daughter Taylor is doing well, which Taylor and your son Tom Tom were on a podcast many moons ago. But Taylor's doing good. She, you know, she earned a degree from uh, Itawama Community College and she went to Blue Mountain College and she finished a semester early. So she graduated in December of 21 with a bachelor's degree in business administration. And she hit the job market at just the right time. She was hired by Renaissance Bank in Tupelo, the Technology Center in, uh, in, uh, in January. And so she's been working there, what, six, seven months as a virtual vault reconciler, whatever that is. All I know is that girl has a job that pays money and it has benefits. So yippee. She's got a real so, job. Yes, that's right. A we're real so thankful. An adult job. An adult. She's a big girl now. So yes, yeah, so <laughs> we're really thankful for that. But dude, life's going really good with us. You know, you and I consistently recorded podcasts, uh, uh, you know, for months. We would sit down and do about four each recording. Right. And we sat down for months and did that. And then whenever you took a position at Blue Mountain and, and COVID, oh my goodness, COVID was so difficult. Ministries were strained. And now we get together whenever we can. You and I see each other much more than we record podcasts, and we talk to each other much more than just the podcast. Uh, but man, we had a, we had a good week at a Christian Leadership Institute last week, and we set everything up. We were going to record some podcasts. We were just too busy. It was the largest ever attendance of the Christian Leadership Institute, and we didn't make time last week, but thank the Lord, here we are this week making time for this. I would agree as well. The Christian Leadership Institute was great. And if you're listening to this and you've got some students who are teenage years, 13 to 19, then they're, they're able to go to the Christian Leadership Institute. You can contact the Christian Action Commission for more information about that and get them signed up. The, those dates are in July of 2023. 
I think July the 10th. I believe so. Is the start date and it'll go through that mon- Monday through Friday. But yeah, we started to record some podcasts, had everything set up, was going to get some some interviews with yeah. with Jason Middleton and John Bowler, yeah. and it just did not happen. Yeah. It was yeah. late nights. Yeah, man, they were like, we didn't get in bed to midnight at one o'clock every morning. And dude, I was up at six o'clock. One night, one morning, I slept in the seven. Our very last morning there, I slept in my alarm clock went off at seven a.m. So yeah, I didn't. I didn't get in bed till midnight every yeah. night. And one night, it was well after two yeah. o'clock before I got in bed <laughs> and was wide awake the next day at six o'clock. Yeah, man, it was it was a stroke. But and you and I are getting older, man. I'm forty two now. You're going to be the big four zero in like a week. Is that correct? We two, can have two weeks from yesterday. So. Yeah. Uh, August 2nd, I will wow. be 40 well, congratulations. years old. Congra- if we have some type of sound effect with streamers and confetti popping, let's put that in at this moment, okay? All right. Congratulations. Oh, I hear them. I hear them now. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's so funny, man. Well, Thomas, really, really what we're going to be talking about today about developing friendships within the ministry is something that you and I practice. It is, there is not an exact science. You can't say two plus two equals four. It is a practice. And I feel that you and I practice this differently. The way I go about friendship development might be like a shotgun shooting and your friendship development is more single ammo rifle shot is the way I would describe our differences. What do you think about that analogy? I, I, I think I would agree. You you can be friends with many different people, yeah. generally, widely. Yeah. Where I I try my best to develop friendships with <laughs> like three people, yeah. two people, three people, <laughs> uh, one person. Yeah. You know? <laughs> there's there's many times I'm I'm talking to Amanda and I'm like. I don't, I don't have any friends except for you and David. You know, it's like, <laughs> and one of those is iffy. <laughs> but we do develop friendships very differently. You, yeah. You, you're very, uh, it comes very easy to you and yeah. it does not come easy to me. Yeah. Our uh, personality is different. I'm extroverted. I might even, uh, Ray Newcomb, uh, a mentor friend of mine who passed away several years ago, says there is a type A personality. And then he says there is an, a type a what do they call it? a top a plus where you are just over over your i mean just 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 top a and then there's top a plus he described himself as a top a plus he described uh, i believe he would describe me as a top a plus uh personality and uh, so that's something that he and i were riding down the road one day and he and he mentioned that uh but anyway uh yeah so it's just kind of interesting <laughs> thing about that you are not a top a guy Definitely not, especially when it comes to relationships. I really have to try, and uh, and and most of the time, I don't try. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm because I'm so introverted, and it's getting worse and worse the older that I get, that I become more introverted. Yeah, yeah. and I can find myself uh, going a long time. Mm-hmm. And without any contact at all with with other people, yeah. <laughs> and and I'm okay with that, but it's not good for me. You know, yeah. I'm okay with that mentally. I'm okay with that 
uh, I guess you could say emotionally, spiritually, but but really it's not good for me to do yeah. that because we need friendships in ministry, right? We absolutely do. One thing about your position at the college that whenever you took it, we're proud for you, man, I've seen you grow and I'm so glad that you're teaching there. I told my wife, I, I don't think I could ever do that because of the summer without seeing those students. If you were to take me away, a summer away from my church people, man, I I think I'd go crazy. Uh, I'm one of those guys that the interactive personalities, the interactiveness between me and my church members, me and my friends, if there were to be a prolonged season without that, I just don't know that I would be content or happy. It, obviously, God has gifted me in a certain way to be useful in the ministry he has called me to. He's gifted you in a certain way to be useful in the ministry he has called you to. And I think that's something that your personality uh, meshes well with in your in your calling as a professor. Now, would you agree that, let's, let's imagine like a plane, an angle. Mm-hmm. And the uh, angle of descent into friendship for you is very steep. Yes, it, I mean if you yep. put a ball on top, it's yep. very steep. It's going to it's going to roll down very quickly. Yes, I can become good friends with someone very easily. Exactly. Yeah. For me, it is it's a little. It's not as steep. It yeah. is. It is very. It's a long, slow process yeah. for me <laughs> to become friends with someone, and. And let, let me just, I think that has something to do with my background. Yeah. Uh, with the, the type of life I lived, you know, before, uh, before I became a pastor and a very sinful lifestyle that I lived within where you, you kind of fake a lot of friendships so mm. you can take advantage of people. And, and now I don't, I don't definitely don't want to do that. Yeah. Uh, but, but it does, it takes me a long time to build a friendship until, I, especially until I get to that place where I'm like, yeah, we're friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like this guy yeah. and we're friends. And then even longer for that to mature over a period of time. Yeah. And I, and I, I would totally agree. Uh, Thomas have, I, I would agree with your assessment of that. Um, have we discussed, ever discussed on this podcast how we met i think we have way back on early you know we met in a in a college class that's, that's right how we met 2007 my first year at bmc was 06 yours was 07 07 and we happened to be in the same psychology course and it was your first my first day day your first day at blue mountain exactly yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, I love, I love getting to know people. I want to know everybody's name. I want to know a little bit about everybody. Uh, and so I, I saw you, uh, didn't know who you were, didn't have a clue what you were doing there. I assumed you were in college. And so I walked up to you <laughs> and I said something. What did I say, Thomas? Uh, my name is David Haynes. Do you know what yours is? Yeah. No, was, <laughs> Do you have a name? Were you ever given one at birth? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, what a jerk. Yeah. yeah I know my name. I'm, I'm so and so years old. Yeah. I was born in the year of our Lord and Savior, you know, nineteen eighty, nineteen hundred and eighty. And do you know when you were born? <laughs> no, I don't know when I was born. 
<laughs> and that broke the ice. That yes. I use that, and I still use that to some extent. I just have little ice breaking things that will throw just throw stuff out there. I rub people the wrong way. I'm sure there are some people who are weird and they don't like me, but the majority <laughs> of people are not weird and they do. But yeah, it's just fun. One of one of my favorite things to do, like at the at the Mississippi Baptist Convention. I love going there. And if we're going to be going out to eat, maybe it's me and you before you became a professor, maybe it's me and two or three other pastor guys. I will look around at people I don't know and will say, hey, we're about to go grab lunch. Uh, we want to ride with us. And I love having new people go to lunch and uh, and just to get to know them. That's how I that's how we got to I got to know the the two Cody's. The two Cody's uh we're gonna have a Blue Mountain College connection. I didn't know them until we went out and ate one day in Jackson, Mississippi. And now both Cody's, you know who I'm talking about, both Cody's and I are friends. Text with one of them yesterday. And it all started with just that chance meeting and us hanging out for a little bit together. See so. that that doesn't necessarily sound like fun to me. Oh man, it's because- so much fun. Because I really like to know what to expect from people. So like when we get together, I know how the conversations are going to go. I know what you're going to laugh at and what you're not going to laugh at. You know, there's a sense of I know you. Yeah. I know how you're going to react. And and it lets me put my guard down. Mm -hmm. And when I'm around other people that I don't know, I feel like my guard is up the whole time. and. And I'm not able to to relax. Now, you don't you. have that problem. I do not. I do not have that problem at all. I love, I love being in those situations where I don't know people just to build bridges between my life and theirs to learn what commonalities we have. Oh, you preached in this church. Man, I pastored that church a hundred years ago. Or, oh, you're currently pastoring that. I, I preached there once a hundred years ago. I just love little stuff like that. So now in Back to our topic of developing friendships, it takes a catalyst. It takes an initiating spark. It takes somebody doing something, but so often we do not want to extend ourselves because we've all been hurt in friendships, man. We've all had some dude we thought was our buddy. He stabbed a knife in our back whenever a pastor search team called him and said, what do you think about it? And he gave us, they just threw us under the bus. We've all been yeah. there. And so to some extent, we want to isolate ourselves or insulate ourselves from future hurt. But dude, I, I think it is a great thing to have friends. Now, uh, something that I do occasionally while you're adjusting your mic stand, I'll just continue to talk there. <laughs> okay, thank something you. I, <laughs> something I do occasionally. Oh, Thomas is having all kinds of problems here. So I've got like 70 preacher buddies in my phone and I've got them, I've got them in, a, in a group, preacher buddies. And about once every two or three months, I'll go through and I'll just read through those names and I'll think I haven't heard from them in a while. Let me just shoot them a text message. Let me call them and just check on them. And and I do that occasionally. I don't know if you do that or not with your job or anything. You don't. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I do that. I do that. And I I enjoy letting someone know I'm thinking about them. It's fun. So David's so good at that. He'll, if, if it really wasn't for him reaching out, we probably wouldn't be friends. We and, wouldn't be. and he said he's the catalyst. He was the catalyst then, but but yeah. he's also the catalyst now because, I mean, I've already said it. I can go a long time, and I think to myself, you know what? I need to I need to reach out to David. I hadn't talked to him in a while. I need to reach out to this person. I hadn't heard from him in a while. And the next thing you know, it's been another week, and I think to myself, man, you should really reach out to them. Yeah. You know, it's it's been a while. And it might be even longer. And then 
And then David, he is the kind of person where he will he will reach out. He will uh he will reach out to me. And then it's like two or three days later that I text back. <laughs> and and it's nothing to do with him. And sure uh, it's not. <laughs> my what's funny is my wife gets on to me about it. She'll say, uh, about once a week, she'll say, When's the last time you talked to David? I'm like, well, I hadn't hadn't talked to him in a while. Well, you, she would say something like, well, you probably need to reach out to him. I don't know if she recognizes something in me. You yeah. know, as I said. When you're we, around me, you're more like Christ. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, but she'll say, well, when's the last time you, well, you know, he texted me two days ago. You hadn't texted him back. You better text him back. <laughs> or it'll be something like, hey, we were invited to go out to eat with David and April. Um, well, what did you tell him? Well, I haven't responded yet. <laughs> Thomas, that's what, that's what, Thomas, you got to respond. He's going to think you're mad at him or something. I'm like, no, no, I think he knows. Thomas. I think he knows me now. Uh, knows yeah, how I am. So that's so funny. But not everybody does. Yes, yes. And, and, and hey, opposites attract. You and I are so opposite. One thing that you do that I appreciate is your analytical side. At the Christian Leadership Institute, you and I were two of of the four male coaches. The other two male coaches who were there, I was talking with one of them, and I said, "Man, I I, I am the least of these. Where I excel." in personality and developing friendships, I struggle with the analytical side of thinking through Genesis chapter one, where you guys excel in the analytical, deep thinking. I'm just trying to hang on for the ride and pick up something I can come back and share with my church so I look smart. So that's all. So there, everyone is gifted differently. So that's something that I appreciate in our friendship is the analytical side of where you make me, you force me to think about this aspect. Well, what do you think about, you know, and I told you the other day, one, I read a quote uh, a couple of years ago, remind myself of it once a month that reminded me of you. And, uh, arguments are not won by yelling. Arguments are won by asking questions. So the questions that you ask me, sometimes in preparation for a podcast, sometimes for, for whatever, your questions bring a different dimension to my thought life that I typically would not explore. The other day at the Christian Leadership Institute, Dr. Digby took a moment and and went on an excursus yeah. about him and Dr. Meeks. He said, "There's only one. There's two people who make me feel ashamed." And he said, yeah. "Dr. Meeks and Dr. David Haynes." And <laughs> and basically, he was saying because they go in and he and they work a room and they talk to the people in the room. And he said, "Me, I go into a room." And I go to the corner, I sit down and I start memorizing scripture. Yeah. And then I thought about it. I'm like, basically, that's that's kind of like David and me. When we yeah, when we go similar. somewhere, I really don't have to worry about starting a conversation with someone because David's yeah. going to start the conversation with someone yeah. and I can just chime in every once in a while yeah. to be part of the conversation. <laughs> and it and it, it's really easy for me. Because I, I'm not having to be, uh, at times I have to try to be an extrovert because of my position, because of minister, because I'm, you know, reaching out to people. Uh, but when we go someplace, I don't have to do that because you yeah. are the yeah. extrovert <laughs> and I don't have to act like an extrovert so funny, in that man. moment. Yeah. I can, I can just kind of be there 
and it meshes well together. Yeah. All right. So Thomas, there needs to be a catalyst and then there needs to be some commonality. Now we could say between de in de developing friendships within the ministry or commonality also can always be Christ. If, if there is no other commonality, it can be a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, but it helps if there's more than one commonality. Can't, can I tell you a story from way back? Can we can we enter into story time with Ministry Marks? Is that okay? Story time with Dr. David Haynes. Yay. Yes. <laughs> Gather around, children. Come in close. Grab your s'mores. Okay. Now it's story time. Okay. So a million years ago, uh, I was on staff at a church, and the oddest thing happened. The oddest thing happened. Um, I was going with other pastors to a large gathering of pastors. There happened to have been a, another pastor group that swung by that church on a Sunday night and attended the services. And, and it was uh, three, three or four pastors. And one of them was, 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 was a very nice guy, kind of the leader of the bunch. It might've even, he might've been the senior pastor and there might've been an associate pastor and a couple of young preacher boys, but he was kind of the leader of that bunch. And the next day, um, I and the guys I was riding with were all going to the same place as he, this other guy. And so as we got to this location for this pastor's event, we were going to look them up and sit with these guys that had worshipped together with us the previous night. On the ride to that venue, the pastor that I was riding with, he was driving, said, I've got a sneaky suspicion that this other guy's theology does not match ours. Now, I'll just go ahead and say what he's. I think that guy's a Calvinist is mm -hmm. what he said. And so I, I kind of played it off. I didn't know as much about soteriology and theology as I do now. I still don't know everything about it. But as we approached, we went into this large area with probably 500 people gathered for this event. And as we walked in, we quickly saw this man and those two or three that were with him. And as we went up, I spoke to one of the other guys and I, I was seated. I took a seat right next to one of the guys in his group as this pastor friend that I rode with asked the gentleman, are you a Calvinist? The guy <laughs> responded, yes, I am a Calvinist. I didn't know what all was going on. All I know is my pastor friend turned to me and another guy said, come on, we can't sit with these boys. And we had to go to a different <laughs> section of pews in that venue. Well, there's some commonality that I have with that. Listen, listen, listen. We don't all agree on soteriology. We don't all agree on theology. We don't all agree on missions and evangelism and whatever else. And if we are only going to be friends with people that we completely, totally align with, our pool of possible friends is going to be really shallow. So theological triage, we've talked about that on the podcast before, right? Yeah. There are top level issues and then there are other issues and then there are tertiary yeah. issues. Uh, when it comes to soteriology, I would, I would include that as a tertiary issue. That is not something to break fellowship over, right? Right, right. I, I see that now. 20 years ago, I would not have saw that. I thought that guy did what was right. That's right. We ain't no Calvinist around here, is what I've been saying 20 <laughs> years ago. Rooting, tooting, shooting their guns with Yosemite <laughs> Sam. But my mind, come on. All right. You know? And that's the end of Ministry Mark's podcast because uh, I want to turn this off and find out who those people were. So uh, see y'all next time. No.
but but I agree. I agree with what David is saying yeah. there. There's got to be some commonality, yeah. And and we can find things to to agree upon, especially when it comes to theology. Yeah. But but even beyond theology, there are some other things. And I would say. What's one of the common things that binds our friendship together? Well, it's Blue Mountain College. Mm-hmm. That's where yeah, we absolutely. met at. Absolutely. It's where we graduated from. Uh, we have other shared history after that, but that was the main thing. And I'm yeah. sure there are people in your life now that you can say, well, I'm friends with that person because of Blue Mountain College. Yeah. I'm friends with that person because of CLI. We, yeah. we did this together at CLI. Yeah. And yeah. so that commonality... Uh, is is the bridge that kind of connects those relationships right. together, right? Yeah, and, and speaking of, let's just look at this most recent Christian Leadership Institute. There were four male coaches that were brought in by by the director of the Christian Action Commission. And our commonality years ago, before we started the CLI, our commonality would have been we were all Blue Mountain College graduates. One was a 2000 graduate, one was a 06 graduate. I'm a, 10, I'm a 2010 graduate, you're a 2011 graduate. But then we had that common friend who was the director of the Christian Action Commission. As he reached out to us and brought us together, we we did not know. You and I knew each other well, but those other two coaches who are still current coaches, we didn't know them that well, but we trusted if, if our director friend has placed faith in these guys to do the same job that we're doing. We try, and over the years since 2018, our friendship with those two guys have developed tremendously, tremendously. I love those other two guys. I think those other two guys love us. You know, we are friends. We and we wanted to set up four microphones and have those guys join us on the podcast. We're that close with them now, but it took it took development. Exactly. Know? And even after the CLI was over, we we talked about making plans mm-hmm. and being intentional. That's yes. what one of them said. We got to be intentional about this. Yeah. About meeting and and keep continuing to develop that friendship. And I would agree. We, we got to be friends because of the Christian Action Commission, because of Dr. Digby mm-hmm. and him bringing us together. And it just continues to develop and yeah. hope it will continue to develop Yeah, outside of the Christian Action Commission, uh, mm-hmm. the, CL, the CLI, and it will develop through going out to eat through other parts of the year, times of the year as well. Absolutely. All right. So we've got two C words. There must be a catalyst to develop a friendship within the ministry. There must be commonality uh, to develop friendships within the ministry. What's the the next one? I've got a word in my mind that starts with a C, but you may have a better one. Any ideas? (laughs) No. All right. I think that catalyst, commonality, for friendships to last years, there should be construction. Construction. Okay. okay. All right. Let's think scaffolding. Whenever you and I first met in 07, we were on the we were on the we were on the grass. We were on the ground. We then developed stepladder. Then we de- now I would say we're stories above where we were 15 years ago when we first met. So Catalyst, uh, commonality, and now construction. We're continuing to develop. Whenever you have a friend 
in the ministry, uh, iron sharpens iron. And I True. believe there are things that friends can say. We, you asked this question at the CLI just as talking. What is the best friendship within the ministry? Is it mentor, mentee, mentee, mentor, or friend to friend? And I think we all said it's friend to friend. It's friend to friend. It's got to be. Yeah. There are certain things a mentee will not tell a mentor. There are certain things a mentor is kind of scared to push a mentee. Friend to friend, whenever you get to a certain point, you can about say anything. I trust you could call me out on anything right now. And I would say, you know, I know Thomas is hard. If he sees this in my life, I need to correct it. And I think, you know, it, the same thing is true. If there were to be any type of issue, we are at that level where we could call each other out and not miss a beat in the next time to go out to eat or the next CLI or the next get together, you know, whatever it is. Man, I, I would so agree with that because. There, there comes this point where it's just like uh, you know the person's heart. You know they're not trying to to say something or do something out of malice. They're doing or saying something because of the care that they have for you. And even though it may hurt, you might think, yeah. man, it, what a jerk for saying that to me like that. And then yeah. you kind of think about it. Well, yeah. There's a lot of truth. There's a lot of truth in that. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I agree. It, it builds, and then it gets to this point where uh, there's common trust. Yeah. And there's a lot to uh, to build on from there. I agree. I agree. Well, Thomas, man, we've had a good time talking about the development of relationships within the ministry. And if you tuned in and listen, thank you so much for listening to us, and we hope you join us again next time.